Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Weird Alphabet. My name is Today's song, When I Podcast, the world's only podcast where David is going to lose his voice and lose all of his breath if he keeps doing this. Woo! Breathe, Grandpa. That's really hard to keep up. It's like he had a stroke in the middle of that. <laughs> it's unfortunate. That was a tough to do for a very long time. Mm-hmm. No wonder old people are tired all the time. Why don't they just talk normal? <laughs> <laughs> like, all of our faces were like, uh. <laughs> hey, everybody. You're listening to the Weird Alphabet Podcast, the world's only podcast where David makes fun uh, of the elderly. Makes fun of the elderly. Uh, no, we are the podcast that talks about every Weird Al song in alphabetical order. That's right. We are back, baby. We may not be able to lick each other's faces yet, but we decided we're going to keep licking each other's faces virtually into your ear holes. Back to the alphabet. Back to the way things are meant to be. When I was your age is what we're talking about today. This is, of course, off of the 1992 album, Off the Deep End, and is a style parody Mm. of of Don Henley. Don Henley. Of who? Of the Eagles. Of the Eagles. Yeah, I forgot to look up that part before we press record, and then I was like, oh no, I don't have that in front of me, and I forgot what the thing is. But it's the Eagles. Yeah. Well. In the words of the Big Lebowski. It's not the Eagles, though. It's Don Henley when he went solo. So it's acceptable by the Big Lebowski, is what you're saying. (laughs) Also, welcome back to our usual broadcast. We're, We're just going in, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the alphabet. We're, we're the past couple of weeks of Fever Dream. I still have my notes on White Nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to get to it. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're not okay. there yet. Just, just hold late. off just a little bit more. So when I was your age, Michael, what did you hear first? The works of Don Henley or when I was your age? No, I think I heard Don Henley first, to be perfectly honest. All right, mm-hmm. Andrew, what did you hear first? Don Henley or when I was your age? When I was your age, assuming that we are not including the Eagles. Dan, what did you hear first? Don Henley or when I was your age? 
I heard Don Henley. I've definitely heard Dirty Laundry before. Yeah. Dirty Laundry. What song is that? Can I play it? Yeah, you can you can share your screen and play it. Uh let's see. Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. There you are. Okay. Come and whisper in my ear. definitely heard when i was your age first i'm not sure that i've ever heard any don henley song before listening to this and until a minute ago i don't think i've ever heard any don henley song in fact i'm not even quite sure if i've ever heard an eagles song before did we already talk about an eagles song on here waffle king we discussed that it might be a style parody of either peter gabriel or don henley when else did we talk about the eagles then for desperado right avocado uh yeah, yeah. We, did. we talked about the yeah. eagles way back when yeah i don't remember this <laughs> <laughs> just because you don't remember it david doesn't mean that it didn't happen but also you've heard of hotel california before david i've heard of that yeah. song that's the eagles oh okay you've listened to that song i've before. definitely heard that song well i'm sorry i definitely heard when i was your age first though when i was your age when i was your age when i I love this song. Yeah, it's a good song. I'm pretty sure this was at the uh, Vanity Tour show that I went to. Dan, do you you got some facts that you want to hit us with? Looking into When I Was Your Age, I know we did talk about Don Henley before, and I believe that this is a style parody that more reflects his songs, Dirty Laundry. It's interesting. If dirt were dollars. If dirt were dollars, I wouldn't worry but I looked more into what I believe is the inspiration of the song, and I believe that the inspiration of the context of this song is from a sketch called The Four Yorkshiremen. I often think we were happier then, although we were poor. Because we were poor. My old dad said to me, he said, money won't bring you happiness, son. He was right. I was happier then, I had nothing. We used to live in a tiny, tumble-down old house with great holes in roof. House? You're looking to have a house? We used to live in one room, 26 of us. All there, no furniture, half the floor was missing, and we were all huddled in one corner for fear of falling. (laughs) Room? You were lucky to have a room. We used to have to live in corridor. Corridor? Oh, I used to dream of living in a corridor. That would have been a palace to us. We used to live in a water tank on rubbish tip. Ah, every morning we'd be woke up by having a load of rotting fish dumped on us. House. Which was written by Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Chapman, and Marty Feldman. They originally performed the show... Oh, the the name of the show is At Last in 1948, and then they did another show in 1967. In a copy of the camera script of the characters, the character names were Obadiah, Ezekiel, Joshua, and Hezekiah. But 
none of their names were actually mentioned in there except for Obadiah <laughs> and Joshua at the beginning. Right. Good glass of Chateau Chasseler, eh, Josiah? Ah, oh, you're right there, Obadiah. On February 9th of 1969, John Cleese, Green Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor, Bill Odie, and David Hatch did the sketch that derived from the four Yorkshire men. But this one included how far they would have to travel to get anywhere and how long it took. This was done for the BBC radio show, I'm Sorry, I'll Read That Again, Series 7, Episode 5. <laughs> like the original, though, the sketch ended with the line, Are you trying to tell the young people of today that? And they won't believe you. No, they won't. So I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard the sketch before. I don't think so. Mm -mm. It was then made famous when it was performed in 1974 when it was performed under the group, you may heard of this, a little group called Monty Python. (laughs) It predates Monty Python, but it was performed in and during Monty Python. This one in 1974 was performed by Graham Chapman, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, and Michael Palin at the Live at Drury Lane. We were evicted from our hole in the ground. We had to go and live in the lake. Now, there is no video recording available of this performance. They also performed the sketch in 1982 live at the Hollywood Bowl. We were evicted from our hole in the ground. We had to go and live in a lake. In 2014 at the Monty Python Live, mostly. We were evicted from our hole in the ground. We had to go and live in the swamp. For that, the performance of Cleese was replaced by Chapman. It has also been performed by Cleese, Jones, Palin, and Rowan Atkinson's for the Secret Policeman's Ball, which was done in the 1979 Amnesty International Benefit Gala. We were evicted from our hole in the ground. (laughs) We had to go and live in Lake. The sketch was revived for the 2001 Amnesty show, We Know Where You Live, which was performed by Harry Enfield, Alan Rickman, Eddie Izzard, and Vic Reeves. That sounds amazing. We were evicted from our hankle. We had to go and live in the lake. Now, in the 1989 script that was published for the charity fundraiser, the utterly, utterly amusing and pretty damn definitive comic relief review book under the title (laughs) The Good Old Days, (laughs) with the characters named as Abadiah, Joshua, and Ezekiel, this book was launched on an episode of the show Wooging, where the sketch was performed by Terry Wooging, Stephen Fry, Gareth Hale, and Norman Pace. In the mid-90s, there was a Hungarian comedy group, the Holo Shinhas, which created an adaptation of the script, which they called the Four Millionaires. Minket kilakoltattak a mi földbe vájtjukunkból. Attól kezdve a tóban lak. And then in March of 2015, Davina, McCall, John Bishop, David Williams, and Eddie Izzard did the sketch to raise money for the Red Nose Day. I had to get up at 3 a.m., a quick jog to Austria to film a series of The Jump, Have a Baby. <laughs> film an advert for skin cream for the older lady. <laughs> have another baby. And my warm-up was two widths of the Atlantic whilst having another baby. It's definitely a sketch that you can 
improvise and build on top of. And you can definitely feel that Mm -hmm. in the sketch as well. And I feel like because of this sketch, I mean, I I went through the history of like when it was performed, but like when you listen to it and then you listen to the song when I was your age, you definitely see a lot of those elements in there. There were 150 of us living in a shoebox in the middle of the road. I mean, Al being the comedy fan that he is, Monty Python wouldn't have just like zoomed past him. Like he definitely would have watched a lot of Monty Python and he probably would have known of this sketch. And this sketch is pretty well known. I wouldn't assume that he was specifically doing this sketch because I feel like it's a pretty common trope of like things were so much worse when I was your age. And I think it's a a trope that a lot of things pull from. But I definitely agree that, like, as somebody who is as much of a comedy fan as Al is, like, this is definitely something that would have been something he was aware of and probably drew some inspiration from. This is a trope that is probably common to this day where you just have, you know, people who are older than us look back and be like, oh, you guys had it so easy. You have it so easy compared to how we had it. We are starting to hit that age where we're starting to relay what we experience as kids to other kids we're like yeah you can go on your phone and access the internet there but when we were kids we would have to go on a computer wait 10 minutes for it to boot up have to endure this ear screeching sounds and deal with subpar internet that might load a photo whenever i hear this song my mind instinctively goes to the grandpa from the Rugrats, Grandpa Lou. And I went 15 miles! 15 miles to school for your information in the snow! Barefoot, in snow, uphill, both ways. (laughs) I always wish I had, like, a grandparent that was, like, that obsessive about how long it took and what Mm -hmm. that struggle, that journey was like. Yeah. We're talking about how it's something that still happens, you know, we're starting to get to that age of people complaining about the kids. Well, I found this quote. The children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for elders and love chatter in place of exercise. Children are now tyrants, not the servants of the household. And that is a quote that dates back to ancient Greece and is often attributed to Socrates. This is not a new phenomenon of complaining about how the kids today have it too easy. As long as there have been people who are younger than other people (laughs) since the dawn of humanity, we have been complaining about how the kids today have it too easy. (laughs) Good. I found some other quotes from like 1884. It is unfortunately one of the chief characteristics of modern business to be always in a hurry. In olden times, it was different. We're constantly complaining about how kids today have it too easy and things were better in the past. Not to get too shoe throwy, but I do think there's a problem with having this imagined past. And even in this song where he's saying like, when I was your age, we had to do this and this and this and this and this. But the subtext is, I am better than you because I had to go through all these challenges. And I am more valuable and my opinions and my thoughts are more valuable because I had to face all of these challenges. And I think that is definitely a fallacy that a lot of people in the world fall into that causes a lot of problems it's this gatekeeping mentality yeah like i went through this struggle and because you didn't have to struggle through it i deserve to be in this place that is a great way to put it i deserve to have this and 
we're going to make sure and we are going to create barriers to make sure that you are not in a place of luxury that I'm at now because you have to struggle through it like I did. I think the challenges are different. Yeah. And I think because we don't see those challenges as or on the same level, we believe that our challenges, our struggles have a greater weight to them. Absolutely. Than we see with other and outside struggles. But this mentality of like, I suffered, but on the surface of someone else that I'm looking at, which is a younger generation, they don't see that suffering. They see the joy coming out of that generation. And that joy might be coming from the years of struggling. You can look at it as like, if you struggled through persecution, like our level of persecution has definitely decreased. But it's through years and generations of like going through that and eventually Mm -hmm. that going down. And we want to believe that we suffered greater because it was stronger back in the past. But instead, we are learning from the past and hoping to move and push that onto the next generation. But there are still struggles in the new generation that they have to deal with that are completely different from what was predominantly the struggle from the previous generation. Yeah. These kids are going to look back and be like, well, you didn't have to be raised in the quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. And And looking back at this song, I love how Weird Al turns this on its head and it has the moment of, yes, I know the argument that you're going to make and here's the defense. I love this part that he says, uh, what's the matter now, Sonny? You say you don't believe this junk? You think my story's wearing kind of thin? I'll tell you one thing. I was never such a disrespectful punk back Back in my time, we had a thing called discipline. I love that he's taking a moment to be like, oh, yeah, you're going to argue with me? Uh, Yeah, well, you're wrong. And of <laughs> course, it's not even saying why you're wrong. It's just saying you're wrong because you're not respecting me and you got to have discipline. I love that he does that level to it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets real bad whenever yeah. we eventually break the you know whole like dying thing in the universe uh because i've been to the future and let me tell you what there's nothing more awkward than watching a 1000 year old try to explain something to a 15 year old oh jeez, <laughs> it is hell do we have any other thoughts but to say on this before we get to dan's deeper meaning Sounds like uh, the podcat had some thoughts. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. an old cranky man cat, so he probably is being like, oh, well, when I was your age. You think you have it bad with your opposable thumbs? <laughs> <laughs> with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dan, you got a deeper meaning for us? I feel like I, I kind of wasted it on the, uh, the rant I was saying before. I honestly believe that Al was inspired by the four Yorkshireman sketch and I think it's a a brilliant sketch of like not only bringing up this mentality of the older generation thinking that they have it tougher than the younger generation 
I mean, there's so many other factors that fall into this, but this is just Al's two cents and putting it in there saying that... I love that it always has to escalate as well. Yeah. That it's like... Yeah. It, it has to get increasingly more and more ridiculous to the point where it's no longer a reliable narrator. Yeah. And you're no longer believing this person. Yeah. They might be the guy calling into Jerry Springer saying like i should be on this show because this is what i experienced and this is what i'm going through is it really someone who suffered through this or is it someone who is crying for attention thank you dan for that deeper meaning andrew hello speaking of somebody crying for attention (laughs) me give me look at me look at me look at me I'm sorry. It was just too easy. Um, Andrew, you got a fun fact for us? Listen to my voice now and only my voice. It is the only one that matters. Once we have all fallen to dust, there will only be one thing left, and that is the fun fact. Did you know that the term gatekeeping, which is a phrase used for anyone who does not know, for whenever you feel the need to outdo somebody, like, oh, you thought that you had it bad, that whole thing. That is gatekeeping. Do you know where the phrase gatekeeping comes from? I don't. It comes from the Great War of the Gate. Okay. So this all originated between two different countries, North Dakota and South Dakota. Back before they were states, they had a gate between their two territories. Okay. And they had them guarded. Now, they hated each other so much. And the North Gate would, you know throw insults at the south gate and the south gate would lob like raw chicken over the top wait it's just it one was, gate but like these are the two sides one gate. okay yeah yeah I'm there weren't even any walls there was just a, a road <laughs> with a gate just an arch <laughs> in the middle of the road yep absolutely and you know things escalated and they escalated and it got to the point where the one guy was like, oh, I'm going to fight you. And the other guy was like, we're not certain sure which side started it first, really. Uh, but they're like, I'm going to fight you. And the other guy's like, well, I, I, I'm going to fight you and I'm going to win. You're like, come at me. And then the other guys were like, well, you, you don't want to fight me because I actually have like two other dudes here and, and we're going to kick your butt. And then the other guy like was like, oh, well, I got like five people here. Like, what's up? Let's do this. And it just kept escalating until both countries were at war, not knowing by the noblemen that there even was a war because these two gatemen had apparently just kept lying to each other and escalating to the point of there being thousands of people ready to go to war on both sides without actually there being anyone at all. This continued on for about a month, both of them talking about how their strategy was better and was going to stop the other side, and the other person countering with their counter-argument of what their army was doing. And this just kept going back and forth and back and forth until finally, after about a month, somebody was finally going to do a delivery from the north to the (laughs) south gate. And uh, they had to open up the gate, and it kind of, it threw it all off, you know? They opened the gate, and it was clear that there was nobody on the other side, and they just, they both left their posts. It was really just shameful on both sides. Some say it collapsed both the countries, but I don't know. (laughs) Well, thank you for uh, that wonderful fun fact. Don't gatekeep. (laughs) We might have different definitions of gatekeeping, but that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Michael. (laughs) 
Speaking of gatekeeping? No. Uh, Michael, do you have an alchemio for us today? I'm sure that you must have dozens built up over the last couple of weeks. Weird Al appeared in a kind of an ode of sorts to him. So David Cross, on his official YouTube channel, put out a response to we're all in this together video. The imagine... The rich celebrities yeah. in their mansions going like, we'll all get through this together by staying inside while I'm in my multi-million dollar mansion. You guys will be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so David Cross decided, you know what? We can do one as well. So we're all just going to get together and sing Eat It. <laughs> and even use one of the same people from the original Imagine video. <laughs> yeah. Don't want no Captain Crunch. Don't want no Raisin Bran. We had... Scott Adsit, Fred Armisen, Rachel Bloom, Amy Carlson, Brian Cranston, David Cross, of course, Bella Fleck and Abigail Washburn, Al Franken, Heidi Gardner, Tony Hale, John Hodgman, Jack Black, Michael Mando, Michael McKean, Patton Oswalt, Sarah Silverman, Bob Odenkirk, Allison Pill, Phil Rosenthal, Paul Shear, Rhea Seahorn, and Amber Tamblyn. And some guy named Al Yankovic. It doesn't matter if it's boiled or fried. Just eat it. Just eat it. They all <laughs> made a cameo in this video, and it was uh, it was pretty nice. Well, thank you for that, Michael. I'm going to go ahead and rank this song. I enjoy this song. I think the theme is pretty funny. It's, it is a joke that is a little cliche and played up a bunch, but I think Weird Al has some new takes on it, and I think the music is a lot of fun as well. I think I'm going to put this song, let's say number 76. Number 76. That puts this just below Pac-Man, just above the Weird Al show theme. But how do you all feel about this song? Andrew, what do you prefer? When I Was Your Age or Don Henley? Almost forgot his name, but I remembered it just at the end. When I was your age. Michael, what do you prefer? The works of Don Henley or When I Was Your Age? I listened to Don Henley 15 <laughs> times walking to and fro in, my oh my in the snow. Uh, no, I'll definitely go in with When I Was Your Age. Your voice was mm-hmm. almost going a little bit Emo Phillips there. The way you said 15 <laughs> times. Yes. 15 times. <laughs> Dan, what do you prefer, When I Was Your Age or uh, The Four Men of Yorkshire? Ah, yes, I'm glad you put that in there. The Four Men of Yorkshire. Ah, I'm going with the sketch. It's so good. And there's so many different ways it can go. It's such a great sketch. I really, really enjoy that sketch, and I'm really glad that we got to listen to part of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say When I Was Your Age. We haven't talked about our own personal plugs in a little while. I know that we've been talking about new podcasts we've been working on behind the scenes, but Andrew... What have you had going on? I have been working on a virtual reality YouTube channel, and it's going strong. I'm releasing one video a week, and that's maybe going to go up to two if I can try to be a little less lazy, because editing's hard. (laughs) Playing a lot of VR, and it's been really, really fun. And what is the name of that channel? That would be helpful. (laughs) (laughs) It is Virtual Rook. All one word. Virtual Rook. Yeah, Virtual that's the Rook. new name. I thought that Siberian Bane name. seemed a little too aggressive. Plus, everybody Rock was like, oh, Bane. Bane, you like Batman. And I'm like, no. But now I say Virtual Rook, and people are like, oh, so like 
digital chess. And I'm like, no, Rook is also a name for birds, blackbirds. I would love somebody to put together a supercut of Andrew plugging his YouTube channel and all the various names that oh, it's, it's had. Oh, it has so many. <laughs> Tiny Octopus Gaming. Tiny Octopus Gaming, Lazy Octopus Gaming, Frolalala Gaming. Frolalala <laughs> Gaming. Yeah. Siberian Bane and now Virtual Rook. So we're up to five. <laughs> And I love that you found like this really great niche with VR stuff, and uh, it's really cool. Fun. So go check that out, Virtual Rook. You can also find more episodes of this podcast by going to PipeDreamPodcast.com, where you can also find our other shows like Come on, Fahuguapods, Escape from Vault Disney, and more coming soon. We would love to connect with you on social media. We're on Facebook, Weird Alphabet Podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram. At Weird Al Pod. We would also love to get your emails, alscarrierpigeons at gmail.com. And also, we are going to be a part of the live streamed Fest of Al. In case you weren't aware, Fest of Al is not happening this summer as it was intended and is being pushed back. But that doesn't mean we can't still get together and have a good time. So there is going to be a live streamed event, live stream on YouTube, no ticket at cost or anything. Just come and show up to experience the comedy music acts. It features some of the people who originally slated for festival, including double clicks, Michael Hunter, and almost as exciting as Michael Hunter, John Bermuda Schwartz will even be popping by to answer some questions as well. You can find out more about that as they announce more details and announce more acts and guests by going to festofal.com. But we would love to see you there. Thanks, everybody, again for listening. And stay tuned next week when our song shall be... White and Nerdy! baby it's the moment we've all been waiting for donnie osmond's already dancing behind me it's gonna be great (laughs) hey did you realize that weird al talks smack about donnie and marie in achy breaky song but then later (laughs) had donnie osmond on his music video what was that conversation like All right, so David, why are we here? We are here to talk about a new podcast that we have been working on. How did this not get made? Okay, so what's the story behind this? Every episode, we are going to find a movie or television show project that was never released. We're going to do a deep dive into what happened, why it didn't happen, and whether or not it should have happened. Did you know that there was going to be the Beatles Lord of the Rings? Okay, so wait, how would. So the Beatles Lord of the Rings? That would be. Is it gonna be like groovy? <laughs> or what about Superman Lives? Ooh, I've heard of Superman Lives. Yeah, that was uh, the where Superman was gonna be played by Nicolas Cage. The Last Airbender 2 and 3. Oh, I have been waiting forever for those movies. I just thought that they were eventually going to get made. Chance of Rain. Okay, so this one is a little cheap because I worked on this film. 
And this was one of my first PA jobs in the industry, and that movie has never come out. And it has a lot of uh, well-known actors in it. One of them actually played Anakin. The Day the Clown Cried? I have no idea what that is. Oh, I am so excited to talk about it. And I am so excited for what we're going to learn about these movies. Okay. Well, I I mean, I, I think I got a few as well. Did you hear about... Uh, when Underworld and Resident Evil were going to have a crossover movie where they met up in Europe. That would be incredible. How did that not happen? I don't know, but it should have happened. Also, there have been quite a few uh, Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man reboots. Did you know that James Cameron was actually slated to make a Spider-Man movie himself? Was that the one in the 90s that Michael Jackson was trying to get the role of Peter Parker? Yep, the Michael Jackson himself. Uh, but what about uh, Chinatown 2, Electric Boogaloo? Chinatown 2? So they were going to talk about the trolleys and how they were going to uh, destroy all the trolleys, but turns out that movie was already made called Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and they decided not to go with it. There's a topiary, the lost big-budget sci-fi film from filmmaker Shane Carruth. Okay. We've got, hmm. uh, and then we also got some TV shows, like, the American remake of the IT crowd in Spaced. That sounds awful, both of them equally. Or Heat, Vision, and Jack, one of Dan Harmon's first projects. What? So, Heat, Vision, and Jack, that sounds quite amazing. Uh, oh, it's incredible. Much watch, <laughs> I'll watch pretty much anything that Dan Harmon has made, and uh, I kind of wish I had seen this. Well, I guess we're going to be able to talk about this and a whole ton more with this new podcast coming to PipeDreamPodcast.com. And what was the name of that podcast again? How did this not get made? Oh, man, I'm excited for this. Unless it never gets made. <laughs>